You're listening to the Diet Rebel Podcast with Kiki Smith. If you're a woman who hates the idea of having to choose between loving your body and changing it, then you are a diet rebel and this podcast is for you. In this podcast, we talk about everything from loving your body exactly as it is now to becoming the most fit, lean, and toned you've ever been, no matter how old you are, how many tiny humans you've birthed, or how many times you've lost and regained the same 15 or 50 pounds. Seriously, you don't want to miss it. So grab a snack, preferably protein-based, and sit back and enjoy this episode. So today I want to talk a little bit more about doing workouts that you don't like. Should you do them? Is it advantageous to do things that you don't like? You know, when should you just do workouts for enjoyment? Because this is, there's a lot of uh, mixed messages about this in the fitness industry. And depending upon who I'm talking to, sometimes there's even mixed messages about this. So, um, I definitely want to dive in a little bit more about this, even though I know we talked about it before in other episodes. So exercises and workouts are a big source of contention for many, many millions of women, especially when it comes to fat loss, fitness, or physique goals. So, so many women feel like, you know, cardio is the only way to achieve their goals. They'll spend hours and hours on their favorite or not cardio equipment, hoping to get the results that they want. And, you know, so many women like really enjoy their weekly cardio class or activity, like going for a run or whatever the case may be. And they don't want to give that up. So even though there are just as many who can't stand it, this always comes up. So I know that I've uh, talked obviously forever and ever (laughs) in a day about the benefits of cardio versus weights, but this comes up in like all the different types of cardio. So it could be, you know, a Zumba class or a Pilates class or, you know, different, you know, specific types of lifting and all of that. So, you know, even though there are people who either love cardio or hate cardio, you know, on The flip side, there are people who, you know, feel whether or not they love or hate something that they need to do it because of the results that they may get from it. So, you know, like maybe somebody, you know, really loves getting sweaty. They love to feel like the workout is working. And if they're not super sweaty, this workout is just not worth the time you know, on their workout calendar. So even though they may test the waters of other workout styles, you know, they end up feeling unimpressed, you know, and they just wonder whether they should continue doing something that they don't like. And it's not just the cardio bunnies that experience this. It's easy for any of us to get super absorbed into the style of exercise that we like, uh, like I said, be it Pilates or yoga or lifting, CrossFit, whatever the case may be. And then we completely turn our nose up at any other workout style. So when the question comes up, what if I don't like this workout? Should I still do it? The short answer is maybe. So I know a lot of people don't want to hear that, but the thing is that, remember, it's always about the goals. So if your goal is simply improving heart health, 
you know, releasing endorphins, relaxation, stress relief. You know, if it's one of those things, then you would, you want to do a workout that leans towards that as the goal. If, you know, you just want to be healthy and get moving, like anything that makes you happy and keeps you moving should be on the list. So you shouldn't remove something if you're having a hard time just getting moving. So this is why you'll see the recommendations change a lot because of the fact that if I'm talking to somebody who is going from couch potato to, hey, you know, I, I want to start working out, but I hate working out, then more of the advice is going to be geared towards like, just do anything, do something that's fun, do whatever gets you moving and just get into the habit of moving. Overall health should absolutely be a huge consideration in what workouts make you happy. So if you love taking classes, then keep taking them. If you love running marathons, then keep doing them. Happiness is what will keep you motivated to continue to do something. So when you are in the early stages of exercise, it is very important to just get consistent with exercise versus being overly focused on doing something right. That can cause more often than not a woman to just not move forward at all, especially when we're talking about women over the age of 40, who've kind of like, they know what to do already, but because of the fact that they've gotten so much information over time, the, they have, you know, analysis paralysis, information overload, they're scared to even start because they're just so afraid that they're going to do something wrong. So in that case, if you haven't worked out in over a year, the, the type of workout literally does not matter. Now, if you are someone who has been working out consistently, you work out every day at the exact same time of day, you never miss a workout or whatever, three times a week, like you're on it, you don't miss it. When you get to that point, that's when it's really start, you know, it's time to uncover what we call blind spots. And that's recognizing that what got you here won't get you there. So once you're at that point where, okay, now I am consistent with exercise. I don't even have to think about it. I just keep moving. You know, I go and get in my 30 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it is, no matter what, that is when you want to now uncover, okay, what are my actual goals with exercise? Originally, the goal was to get consistent. Originally, the goal was to get off the couch and get moving. Originally, the goal was to carve out that 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour a day, whatever it is that you're doing. That was the original goal. Once that goal is accomplished, you don't want to put yourself in a box to hang on to the things that made you choose that as your standard, because you have to remember that now the goal has been accomplished. So if the goal, you know, part two, if 2.0, version of you now has specific goals in mind beyond that, you know, maybe this was a stepping stone to the other goal of building muscle or becoming more flexible or increasing your endurance or losing fat. This is when you move into stage two of that goal. So maybe you originally wanted to become more flexible, but you were not moving 
at all. So you just started with anything that got you into the fun of moving because maybe it took a little more effort for you to go join that yoga class or, you know, you just didn't find yourself motivated to do these flexibility workouts. Now that you're consistent in working out, now that you don't have to think and put as much decision fatigue into what time of day are you going to work out? Am I going to actually work out today? Once you've moved past that, now you would step into like, okay, let me make sure that I'm adding flexibility workouts to my day. Like that adds that next layer. That's the thing that now is going to take some effort from you until it becomes a habit, you know, and perhaps your goal is I want to add on muscle and become more flexible. So do you see what I'm saying? You would move each of these in layers. You would start first getting consistent with exercise, then getting consistent with whichever next one has the least amount of resistance to it. So whatever the path of least resistance is, if that would be the yoga first, then start there. If that would be the strength training first, then start there. Then once you have the consistency level with that, add the next thing on. So don't be afraid to add things in layers and don't be afraid to continually reassess the goal and whether or not you have reached it. Once you have reached that goal, it's okay to add on the next level versus holding yourself to that thing and saying, you know what, this was what I decided then. All I needed to do was get moving. That's all I'm ever going to do. All I ever need to do is just do whatever workouts are fun to me. Not necessarily, unless the goal is to have fun. If the goal is to have fun, then yes, continue doing that forever. But if the goal is to have fun and be more flexible and add on muscle mass, then those are all different styles of workouts. Sometimes they may be one and the same, but typically they're all different styles. So add them in layers until each one is second nature and then continue it. So always remember that the goal overrides everything, just as if you were you know, going to college or university, if you were just going for special interest classes because you didn't have any specific degree in mind, then yeah, you can just go in and just pick a random course from the catalog and attend that course and learn that thing that you wanted. But if you want those courses to add up to a specific degree, then yes, you will start off with those general interest courses, but you will slowly add on over time. And you will end up doing some classes that you may or may not like, because of the fact that they're just part of the curriculum requirement. So if you have specific goals in mind, there might be workouts that you have to do in order to get the results that you want. Even if you don't like doing them, this means depending on what the goals are, things need to be done to help you get there. If you want to run a 10K, you're going to have to ramp up the endurance work. You want to compete in a strongman competition, you're going to have to spend more time on strength building. If you want improved flexibility and core strength, break out the yoga mat. If you want to get ripped, you're going to need to apply some resistance to those muscles if you ever want to see them. So in other words, you're always going to have to challenge yourself in a new and completely different way and ways to reach each new and completely different goal, even if you don't particularly like the challenge activity that you have to do. So it doesn't mean that you have to completely eliminate the exercises that you do love in place of these. But what it does mean is that you have to be aware of what you're doing and what results you should expect from it. If you are doing nothing but cardio, you cannot expect to get a ripped and muscular body. And yes, say goodbye to that strongman competition. Cardio will give you a specific body style, but it's likely not the one that you're hoping to get if that's the case. 
If you want to become more flexible, but you aren't willing to invest the time and the activities that will achieve better mobility and flexibility, then don't get upset when you can't go, you know, quite as deep into that squat or when you discover that you're a little bit more accident prone than you like. The bottom line is if you're just starting out or you don't have specific goals, do activities and workouts that make you feel good and make you want to get off the couch and do them. If you haven't found what that is yet, keep trying. There's so many different ways to move your body. Find what you love, but if you are trying to get goal specific, then you might need to be open to new workout styles, even if you don't like them. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode and make sure you keep in touch. So whether that's through DMs or email, I would love to know what you felt about this episode or if you have topics that you'd like me to cover in future episodes. You can DM me on Facebook at EM2WL or over on Instagram at eatmore number two way less or via email at info at eatmoretowayless.com. If you're completely new to the Eat More to Way Less process, you can also grab our quick start guide at eatmoretowayless.com slash start. See you next time.